Hey, hello, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. For those that are watching today, I need you to let me know, do you prefer this distance? Usually you're much closer when we have these talks, but I'm using a new microphone today and I thought that it would give a little bit more of a cozy feel for some reason. If you had a bit more space, if you could see that I'm in sweatpants, I don't know. But let me know, do you prefer to be closer? Is it more intimate if you're closer? Or do you like this distance where it actually kind of seems like you're sitting across from me right now? And the fact that you can see that normally from the waist down, I'm always in something comfortable unless I'm wearing a dress. So there you go. Today I wanna to have a really cool conversation. Someone from the Sunday Club requested I do a talk about how to be productive and manage your time in your feminine energy, like doing so from a rooted place within the feminine energy, wanting to get things done, wanting to manage your time, wanting to do those things tends to push us into that more masculine energy. And masculine, feminine, I'm not talking anything at all about genders. In my belief, we have both of these energies within us. It's just the duality of when we talk about masculine energy, we're talking about like solar energy, we're talking about productivity, we're talking about action in a lot of ways, like forward movement, whereas the feminine energy or lunar energy or more relaxed energy, more stillness, more comfort, more flow, if you will. So today I wanna to talk about where we find that balance and is it possible to be productive while leaning into and rooting from the feminine energy? And spoiler alert, it is possible. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. 
Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Let me know what you're drinking down below. I am finishing up a coffee here with you guys today and I'm gonna release my braids and let my hair flow more femininely, feminine, feminine. I don't know. I'm gonna let my hair out because that to me feels like it embraces that more feminine energy we're talking about here today while we dive into today's conversation. So are you someone that at one point in your life was ever stuck in your more masculine traits? Back in my, I wanna say like 2016, 2017, 20, 2018 era, I was so stuck in my masculine. I was so, so stuck in my perpetual subconscious download that as a woman in particular, especially a woman in like of the millennial generation, we're kind of sold this lie. Let me tangent here for a second. We're kind of sold this lie, right? Where we were raised as millennials under like specific gender norms that I'm glad we're kind of breaking that shell in today's day and age to an extent. I, again, that's a completely different conversation. I am all for you know, embracing whatever gender traits that you feel like you most match with. Millennials, I myself, I feel like we were raised with a lot of the gender norms that were still passed down over generations. But at the same time, if you were a girl growing into a woman in the millennial age, we were sold gender norms while also being told to chase the career and make something big of yourself. Specifically things like capitalism do this to us. Uh, specifically things like I feel like consumer culture can also play into this too because it's like hustle, 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 hustle culture. Work, 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 make that bag, get that money, buy these things, do these things, be successful by the definition that society has sold us to be success. Success meaning, you know, you work your way up to the top of a company or you build a business from the ground up or you have 10 different revenues of income or you've just done the most in your life by the time you're like 25. And I 100% subscribe to that notion and it it left me really really burnt out because for a few years there I had no idea how to embrace my feminine energy all I knew was the confidence and almost in a weird way to I, I can't think of a better word so please forgive me here because I, I'm not meaning to use this word so flippantly but it was almost addictive the feeling of being in my masculine energy the feeling of being productive I got so caught up in feeling like my productivity was a direct reflection or indicator of my worth. And when I finally hit the wall with realizing that I was really stuck in a lot of my more masculine energy was when I started to date and specifically started to date people where I realized I wanted to be in my feminine, I wanted to relax into my feminine, and I couldn't. I lived in the city, I lived in Toronto, I would date people and I would be like, I've got my own bill. And I would be like, I'm really successful. And not in like a gloaty way. It was really hard for me to soften, specifically around actual men. So I ended up either being with people where I was still able to keep my walls up and still kind of like do my own thing. Gotta be successful, gotta work all of the time, like gotta do my own thing, gotta be independent. Like I, I definitely was coming from a place and this is unrelated, but like I, tend to be like avoidant attachment. So I still made sure that I could like hold my own, you know? Wow, I really have no idea how to soften into my feminine. I really have no idea how to embrace the natural traits that I'm able to hold within me and have held within me since I was little, but do so without downplaying my success or without downplaying myself as a person. Does any of this make sense? I just feel like, I don't know if anybody is out there listening to this and feels like the only way to be successful is to be like a hardcore woman or you don't even have to be a woman just to be hardcore 
and to be soft would mean that you can't be productive or manage your time or be successful or work hard. And that's just definitely not the case. So it's a very, very long intro, a little bit of a backstory into, I guess, my experience with learning how to be productive, learning how to manage my time. That one's still a work in progress while being in my feminine energy, because now I'm coming from a place where I'm almost more in my feminine energy now than I am in my masculine. And I'm now coming back to a place of balancing both. Let's start with exactly what are the key components or traits of feminine energy, because that's going to help us define what we're talking about. And then we'll bring it back into the what tends to be a little bit more masculine in terms of things like productivity and time management these are the more historical traits that have been noted and repeated and we've seen as a pattern throughout different cultures throughout different times on the planet for what is known to be feminine energy and what is known to be masculine energy but by all means this energy is not two-dimensional it is not you're either one or the other there's lots of gradients in between it's definitely multi-dimensional too i'm a big believer that you can have masculine feminine you can have feminine feminine I mean, everything has both. Everything has both. Okay. So let me just put that out there. But typically when we talk about feminine energy, we're talking about intuition, your gut in a lot of ways, a lot of, again, typically historically, we, we talk about the intuition coming from the gut, not necessarily coming from the brain. And that could also be the opposite of intuition too, would be maybe more psychological or knowledge in a way, like things that you've learned from the external intuition are things that you know, from the internal, it's something that you just know you and your intuition, depending on how much you practice sharpening your intuition, you guys are tight. There are things you just know. There are things that you can just feel. There are things that you can sense fear is not the same thing as intuition. Intuition can guide you away from danger, but it, it's not going to scream. It's not going to yell. Uh, it's going to be a nice little subtle whisper of just knowing it's going to be a little inkling in the stomach. It can be many different things for many different people. So I don't know what intuition could be or feel like to you, but it's your inner voice. It's your inner knowing. And it's a really, really powerful force that does come from the feminine. And depending on what you believe in, it comes from something deeper, or we could also say something farther, like depending on where you believe we come from and what we might still be connected or attached to, uh, even just energetically or dimensionally, like where is that intuition coming from? That's another debate or topic for another time. You can come across people or you can even sharpen that intuition with yourself where you can really, really get to some deep places of knowing without ever actually really having to know from the external. Now, again, I think that this is a really interesting conversation. We can unpack again, if you'd like to, because we have to be careful. Intuition can also play a little game of smoke and mirrors when we get caught in, depending on what you believe in, but the third eye, I feel like again, too, there can be some smoke and mirrors. There can be some dark places of, in, of not necessarily well, actually there can, there can be some dark places of feminine energy as well. That can be destructive. That can be deceptive. True, deep, instinctual intuition in your gut is the, in my personal opinion, the most powerful form of knowledge or knowing that you can have. And it comes from that feminine energy. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, Another trait that typically is connected to feminine energy is nurturing or empathy. Again, this comes from that ability to sense, that ability to feel and Typically, again, if we're going to go on the more historical, the more cultural sense of what has been known to be feminine energy, women in particular for previous centuries were the ones that kept a sense of community. Men were the leaders of the pack. Men would go out hunting. Women would keep the community together. They would work together. They would bring people together. So typically when you're in your feminine energy, you are you are more able to sense the needs of others or empathize with the needs of others or take care of others and nurture others. Help uplift somebody to want to help someone process things, to want to take care of people, things, the planet, animals, anything of that nature. Uh, Again, like I just said to relationship building and collaboration are also key components and historical traits of feminine energy. Creating like harmonious co-compatibility in a group, whereas a more masculine trait would be I mean individuality and moving forward with yourself, which again is super, super interesting because I'm just going to go here. I'm going to tangent again for a moment. Let me thought spiral for a second here. When we think about how we can debate this too. No, no. I personally do believe that we are still running deep in the patriarchy. Do I see a shift? Yes. Are we there yet? Hell no. But we are still running under the energy of the patriarchy. And I think a really interesting manifestation of it in today's world, specifically with things like social media as well, is we're seeing almost like hyper independency or you could even go as far as saying we're we're on like a borderline narcissism in terms of everybody is kind of out for themselves or everybody is so 
I'm sorry, but kind of like obsessed with themselves. And I can say this knowing that I, I play a part in this too. Like I literally film my life for a living. I share my life for a living. I see it. I get it. I think social media plays into this too, but we are seeing this like every man for themselves kind of thing out there. And it's definitely not all the time. That's a very blanket statement, but I definitely see that trying to be the most, do the most. And like, I mean like show off the most. It's, it's very peacock energy, if you will. Like I'm thinking typically on social media, but that in itself is a very great example of more masculine traits manifesting in society that's running under a patriarchal energy. And if we were to lean more into that maternal energy, if we were to bring more feminine energy into our day-to-day -day culture and society, we would see more communal things. And that's not to say that, again, there is, you can find that, you can go out and seek it. But I think for the most part, when we're looking at specifically kind of like top of the top influencers or like what's trending, it's very, very pick me. It's very, very look at me. It's very, very like attention seeking. And that is a very independent and like, like self-centeredness that we're seeing manifest in the digital world, in the digital age, which I think is super interesting. Uh, another trait that's typically known to be more feminine is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence not only understands the importance and also the knowledge that can come from understanding our emotions, making space for our emotions and processing our emotions, but also healthy communication and creating safe spaces for other people to do the exact same. And that is a key trait of more feminine energy because it again comes from that communal, that communica communication with other, the ability to empathize with other and also even empathize with ourselves. I love that at least from the corner of the internet that I'm, I'm stuck in in terms of my algorithms, I see so much of this now and I love it. This whole like softer living, this whole embracing the wide range of human emotions and processing our emotions instead of stuffing them down or pushing them away. And I love that we're seeing that become more popular and more normalized in society. It's not a matter of just like holding space for your emotions, but even just having the intelligence to understand where those emotions are coming from, to process them, to see what lies underneath, to download the knowledge that comes from, okay, why am I feeling this way? What is it rooted from? Where could it be connected to? A lot of that comes from that more feminine energy as well. Again, I, I'm always talking to a wide range of people here, and I feel like I always need to make that disclaimer when I start to talk about things that I'm personally really into and you don't have to be into this but when I really started getting into yoga philosophy and understanding more of the emotional body specifically things like chakras the sacral chakra is known to be a feminine chakra the one that lies in your pelvic bowl and again everybody has it and that is said to be the, the space that holds sacred creation and not just the creativity of life of course we also work with our sacral energy and our sacral chakra when we do any form of creativity when we have any form of art or flow and flow specifically being a big important component that we're going to talk about today in terms of productivity and time management because you are in a state of flow when you are doing without thinking you are so into the moment you are so in to, it's almost like you become what you are doing and that interconnectedness, that interbeingness is that state of flow and it is a state of creation. I mean, lots of people will say like, I'm not really artistic, I'm not really creative, but we create every single day, every moment we're awake and even when we're asleep, we're creating dreams. Like from the moment that you wake up, you create your day with your routines and your choices. It doesn't have to necessarily be artistic, but you are 
your own formation and your own creation and you create every single day that you have, every single thought that you have, every single choice that you make is a form of creativity. It is a form of flow. And so when you get into those states of flow and it tends to be, for the most part, I, I feel like flow for me comes from yoga, it comes from dancing, it comes from creation, writing. Uh, I love being in a deep conversation with people where it goes into a state of flow. Anything with my hands, anything where I'm like, you know, fully and even cleaning. I feel like I can get into a state of flow with cleaning, but think about it. Like what for you gets you into that state of flow? This one can kind of get a little controversial, but again, a more common trait of femininity is submission, but submission again, in the state of kind of surrendering, not submission in the, in the state of disrespect. Let me, let me make that known. I know again, we could branch off into so many comments. We can always, I say this every coffee talk. There's so many ways we can branch off into these conversations, but instead of reaching and going for things, you sit back and allow things to come to you. You sit back and let other people take the lead and not in a way, again, of disrespect. Like I'll give you a personal example. In my relationship, I definitely feel like I'm able to be in my I was almost said submissive there, but yeah, kind of in my sense of surrender because I trust my partner to lead the way. I, I trust my partner to make the decisions to make things happen. We come together collaboratively to make decisions and to talk things out. But then once it's time to take action, I'm able to sit back and I'm able to trust that he's going to lead the pack, make things happen, push things forward. I'm thinking specifically right now about our, our house renovations, but like things like that, you're able to sit back. And also too, when we think about things like manifestation, you're able to sit back and receive. This is also a very important trait of feminine energy as well. When it comes to receiving gifts, receiving compliments. Again, if you struggle with being in your feminine energy, which hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Um, I, I definitely have felt this before too. When people compliment you or when people want to give you things or help you or do things for you, if you struggle with being in your feminine, you will struggle with this. You will think like, I don't deserve that compliment or I don't deserve your help or I have to give back to you in some way instead of just allowing yourself to relax and receive. And it also puts you again in that state of flow and that state of trust of letting things unfold and knowing that you don't have to hyper control it. And then last but not least, embodiment. It is being in your senses. It is, again, it kind of comes back to that interbeing, that connectedness to everything and that connectedness to yourself, that being into the very fingertips of your, of your fingers to your sense of taste, your sense of sight, your sense of smell. Like it's really embracing all of the senses. It's really embodying the things around you. It's like, if you are in a certain mood, you can pull that mood through like your clothing. You can pull that mood through the music you put on, the candle you light, like you create an ambiance around you in a state of of embodiment. It's like you're able to really create a mood, if you will. Feminine energy can interpret itself to you in many different ways. And you might actually have ways that I didn't think of today, which you are more than welcome to share. It's much more complicated than the ways that we try to minimize it down to that, again, two-dimensional masculine feminine. There's so much in between and there's so much kind of like interconnected ways of being in both of those energies, which is exactly what we're going to get into here. Because I know we didn't go into what are typically known as more masculine traits because this would be the longest conversation ever. If you guys do want to have more talks about it, let me know. I'm happy. These conversations make me 
so happy because I love talking about this stuff, but typically, I mean, you didn't hear productivity there. You did not hear controlling. You did not hear time management. However, is it possible to be in those more feminine energies, to be in our flow, to be in our creativity, to be in our embodiment, to be in our collaborative energy, to be in our receiving state while also managing our time, while also you know, being productive, getting things done, creating around us. And yes, absolutely. We already answered a lot of those things in some of the words that we could, we could interchange productivity and time management with, but let's, let's dive a little bit deeper into it right after this break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So productivity is definitely not something that is only attributed to masculine energy and it definitely has nothing to do with gender you can harness either feminine or masculine energy to get things done you're just going to go about it in a completely different way so as i mentioned back in 2016 back in 2017 back in 2018 i was harnessing productivity fully through more masculine energy fully through more masculine traits i was all about hyper controlling everything i was all about push 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 force 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 and it did work. And like, if that calls to you, I mean, jump for it. Like, I think that there's a time and place for both of these energies in our life. And there's different chapters where one is going to make more sense for us. However, if you are wanting to lean more into your feminine or soften more into your feminine, but you also know that there are things you need to get done, you can harness feminine energy to be productive and get things done as well. And I think embodiment really plays into this too. Like if you can embody what you're doing around you, even if what you have to do isn't something that you necessarily feel inspired by. Again, it comes back to like, what are you wearing? What are you smelling? Do you have some candles lit? Do you have a coffee made or like a tea made? Um, could you like braid your hair off to the side and then open up your study books. Can you create almost a ritual around what you need to do that allows you to get into a good state of flow and embody the moment around you that you become so in the activity that you have to do that it becomes you, you become the activity and it gets complete without having to force or push or strain yourself to do it. Move through your day, move through your time with a little extra wiggle room so that you're never ever rushing. You wanna give yourself enough time to move from one task to another. And I think it's also really important too, especially when it comes to being in your feminine, but also managing time, is knowing that the time between tasks or the transitions between tasks 
are super important. So this is where I, again, I would come back to creating some sense of a ritual that allows you to stop one activity, move into the next activity and have a ritual in between. Maybe you stretch, maybe you turn on some music and you move your body in some way. Maybe you nurture yourself by doll yourself up or if you're moving into your night routine, you take a bath or you make yourself a nice meal for lunch or whatever it is, like nurturing yourself in some way can also really help you move between tasks in a ritualistic way that'll allow you to flow into the next task. And always, 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 when it comes to being in your feminine and managing time, give yourself the wiggle room because the last thing you wanna do is rush. Feminine energy is not about pushing forward, it's all about receiving. It's all about moving through a state of flow. So with that extra state of time, you're never gonna feel like you're stressing or you're rushing, and that's gonna allow you to sit back in that more feminine energy. And then too, when we come into being productive, particularly and managing our time, if we have too much to do, it's not possible to do it in that feminine energy. So it's all about collaboration and delegation. There is nothing wrong with, again, receiving help, with requesting help. I could not get over when I posted about how I had hired a nanny, how many women, women in particular, it's like, it's so, it's, it's tough out there to not have women supporting other women, I think is again, a perfect example of how the darker side of the patriarchy is winning. You're seeing women bash fellow women for asking for help. I'm now a mom, so I still work and I'm a mom too. I'm a full-time mom and I'm also working. I have like four different avenues of income. So I have a lot of work to do and I also am a full-time mom and for me to seek out help and seek out a nanny instead of sending my child to daycare. The amount of women that came at me for asking for help, for hiring help was wild to me because that again is the core of feminine energy. We used to do things in full communities and now we're all out here fighting to do things on our own, fighting to do things by ourselves. And it's so twisted. It's not, it's not well, none of us are well for this. Like we're not, it's not the healthier way of doing things. And so, yeah, that was really shocking to me because collaborative energy and being in your receiving, allowing yourself to receive help, or even if you have to pay for help, like delegate, hire an assistant, hire a nanny, hire a cleaner, whatever you have to do to take a couple things off your plate, do not feel bad about that. You do not need to be all things all the time. You do not need to take on everything. You're allowed to break things down. You're allowed to delegate. You're allowed to collaborate. You're allowed to bring that community back in whatever way makes sense to you. Again, come back into that creative energy. How can you create the community around you that you need? and that other people need to, you can be part of that community to someone else as well. Knowing the places where you do feel like you are, again, you can show up and fully bloom into yourself, fully embody yourself. When you know the things that you're really good at, it allows you to approach the idea of getting things done in a way that comes from that embodiment of who you are, comes from that full knowing and trust within yourself that you know what you got, you know what you're good at and you're, you can get those things done and you can delegate what you can. Feminine energy was all about creating that supportive environment. It was all about working together as a community. So if you can create that around yourself and then also know your own natural strengths and give your natural strengths to others too, create teamwork with other. That is going to be a great way of getting things done and managing time while also staying in your feminine energy. And I think too, when we come into the conversation of things like flow, flexibility plays into that as well and not physical flexibility. I mean, truly allowing yourself to be flexible with not just your time, giving yourself the wiggle room, but also being in your flow and allowing that flexibility and flow into your day to day allows you to also rework your schedule, to rework your expectations, to be flexible 
comfortable with what you pull and expect from yourself and from others. You embrace what you do get done and you acknowledge what you do get done and you feel good and grateful for what is already completed or what you already have. And you allow yourself to rework and to refold and to re move or reshape yourself around what is as you live you know I, like masculine energy is all about planning and it's all about sharp defined lines of like this needs to be this this needs to be that and feminine energy is all about movement it's all about reshaping yourself around things it's in your being it's in your like embodiment again where you can reshape the plan as you move along and then last but not least it's practicing self-care and practicing healthy communication so this, in my eyes, manifests its way in a couple different ways. So practicing your self-care is all about taking care of your needs, taking care of yourself, filling up your own cup so that then you can move into your day and nurture and take care of others. I think too, even just setting intentions around what you're doing and why and doing so from those more feminine traits can help as well. Like for instance, when I'm working and I'm creating content, it allows me to feel like I'm helping others. It allows me to feel like I'm nurturing other people. That's me then creating something. It's me producing something, but from a feminine state, creating healthy communication. This isn't just obviously with others. Yes, this is important. Like if you work with a team or whatever your job is or whatever you have to get done, having that healthy communication will help with things like delegation. It will help with things like teamwork, but also having healthy communication with yourself. So my favorite way of doing this is journaling. And I always, I think I've, I thought I'm pretty sure I've talked about journaling till the cows come home. So like you probably already know this, but journaling is such a great way to create that healthy dialogue with yourself, to be in touch with that intuition and to trust your intuition. Because I think even too, you can go up, you can go about anything leaning into either energy or both. But I feel like when we come back to ourselves at the end of the day, or we start with ourselves at the beginning of the day, just saying like, how do we feel? What are we learning? What are we doing? What's our intention for the day? And then again, you come back to it at the end of the day. Even if you don't journal, you can do this just with a mindful moment, drinking your morning coffee, sitting, looking out the window, like, how am I feeling? What's my intention today? Healthy communication with yourself, again, keeps you in that feminine energy. It keeps you even in your empathy with yourself. Like, oh, this much got done. This didn't get done, but that's okay. I love that I got this done. I honor my body in this way, or I honor my productivity in this way. Like, that sense of honoring, that sense of empathy, that sense of healthy communication with yourself is also a great way of staying in your feminine and keeping track of not just time, but what you're getting done. At its deepest core, its deepest root, I think to get anything done in your feminine energy, it is all about celebrating and honoring yourself at your deepest core. It's all about embracing not just what you need to do, but embodying it and then moving through your day without any sense of force, moving through your day from a place of creativity, from regardless of what's on your to-do list, realizing that you're the one that's creating the moment around doing that thing and then giving yourself that state of flexibility and flow as you manage your time through those things. Like realistically ask yourself how fast do you think you can get that thing done and then give yourself an extra 30 minutes to an hour so that you're able to fully relax into the things you have to do, fully embrace and embody the moment around you. However, there's probably a lot that I didn't think of or can't think of right now in the moment. So when this question gets pitched to you, how do you manage your time and how do you be productive from your more feminine energy? I would love to know 
what pops into your mind? What would be your answer to that question? Give me your side of this coffee conversation. Hop on over to Kaylin's Coffee Talk if you aren't here already on YouTube and leave your thoughts and your answer to this question in the comments down below. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. I love this, these conversations, okay? I feel like they're so multidimensional. There's so many further ways that we could have gone into this today, but I love talking about energies. I love talking about the duality of life. I love talking about all of this. So if there are more conversations within this style or within this subject matter that you wanna have, please let me know. We can happily dive into it together. Otherwise, I am cheersing you the littlest bit of my coffee that is left and I will talk to all of you guys in our next coffee talk. Bye everyone. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.